Hey guys, welcome back. This is James, the Lord HMFIC, and this is going to be our first international podcast. Today we're talking to Oscar at Abimelech Designs. Uh, if you haven't already been following him on Instagram, I definitely recommend that you do. I posted a bunch of his work. I can't tell you how many times people have asked, like, who owns the car, who built the car. It's completely digital. His renderings are amazing. And we had a great conversation. I want to apologize up front. The audio got a little weird uh, at the beginning. And uh, we did we did get that cleared up, but it took a minute. Once it was cleared up, it's smooth sailing. I think you're going to really enjoy it. As always, I want to thank Jamco Parts for sponsoring me with the springs for the 41 Buick. Zendex Tools for their amazing Gojax. Without them, I wouldn't be able to move my cars around the garage the way I do and make everything fit the way it needs to fit. And Elite Audio Intent, uh, they've always taken care of me and my truck, Stereo Needs. Uh, the guys at Ultra Truck Works are amazing. Uh, not a complete sponsor yet, but hopefully they'll come on board. I also wanted to let, apologize uh, to Oscar and to you guys. Things got cut off at the end. I looked over at the timer and saw it was almost at two hours. And I'm not sure if you guys want to hear me or listen to these that long. I definitely know Joe Rogan, so I kind of panicked and, and shut things down. But I'm sure I could have gone on talking to Oscar for hours, and I'm sure we'll definitely be talking again. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And if you have recommendations or questions or uh, anything, you can always hit me up via the Facebook page or on my Instagram, uh, the Lord on Facebook and the Lord HMFIC on Instagram. Uh, well, without further ado, here we go. Hope you enjoy the show. Do you work in the automotive industry or what do you do? Uh, I work on, on this thing, the rendering thing. It, it is my day job. Yeah. Man, nice. Um, thanks, thanks. like yeah, for that's, that's what I do for uh, like video games or for a... it's it's for uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm doing freelance so it's like a lot of things different things but kind of the same I started with doing uh, for, for like shops and such and then it, it, it evolved into the I'm working with some with one OEM it's kind of a OEM very niche very small uh, they build uh, race little race cars for like that's pretty for, cool yeah, they're street legal, but but they they're they're mostly for the track. Huh? Anything that is it like a company I would know, or is it like for? Yeah, you, you might have heard of it. They're called Bull. B U H L. B U H L. Yeah. Huh? They're like uh, kind of like uh, the Ariel Adams. Oh, okay. I'll write it down. I'll take. I'll check them out. That's that card. V U H L. So you're my. My first international interview. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 good. What part of Mexico are you in? In Sonora. Oh, okay. Right, right below Arizona. Nice. Yeah, like a two or three hour drive to the border. So that's on the um, the east coast. Yeah. Nice. West West Coast. Yeah. West. West Coast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was close. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's actually uh, it's very narrow, so yeah, kind of. <laughs> right on, man. I was we kind of hit talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I was um, I've always known that you guys got stuff that we didn't. Like yeah. um, I remember when I was in high school, they you guys were still getting Ram chargers. Yeah, the the, the 
the second generation. Yeah. The third one. The Ram Charger. That were off yeah, of the, like the, Ram. like 90s, uh, but it was still like, you get, they yeah. were custom building the Ram Chargers down there. and. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've seen, I see them around a lot still. Not, not, they're very thirsty cars. Not a, not a lot of people like to drive them. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, 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 people drive them because they love them or they, you know, parents have them or something, but it's, it's not really a common car nowadays. Huh. And you would see them either very beat up or very, very nice. There's no in between. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the, the Ram Charger was like, uh, Back in the 80s and, and, and 70s, here in Mexico, they had the, the government at that time had a very, in my opinion, a very dumb law, which uh, was like, uh, if, if a manufacturer wanted to sell a car here in Mexico, they had to at least build, I think it was 60 or 70% on Mexican soil. So it had to be like, a, the cars had to be built here. That sounds like one of our laws. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was like very, in my opinion, it was something uh, kind of extreme because the market was very limited. So yeah, obviously brands like Chrysler and Dodge, well Chrysler, yeah, and Ford and Chevrolet, they had the means to do, to build plants and build factories here and send everything, you know, AMC uh, got pretty big down here at that time. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Everybody had a either a gremlin or a pacer or something. It, My it was, dad had a gremlin. They're really great cars. They're, Can you believe uh, that that was AMC's? Uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but the gremlin was AMC's shot at the Mustang. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys got them in Mexico, but up here you could get the AMC gremlin with a, with a V8. In a four-speed. Yeah, I, I know about them. We didn't get them here. It was only the straight six. Yeah. I know about the, the V8 Gremlin. I, I would love one, dude. <laughs> There's actually a couple around town. You don't see them very The one I see most often is a Gremlin X, and it's uh, like purple metallic with black Gremlin X stripes. Oh, yeah. And he's I got the uh, fat wheels in the back and little skinny pizza cutters up front. Like proper seventies style. Yeah, it's it's definitely it, it's as it was built when he built it originally. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. cool though. Yeah, you know, the other day I I saw a, like a gremlin sitting in a, in a yard, in a front yard. It was just abandoned, but it was pretty cool to see one. They're pretty much gone now. You know, those cars are not yeah seen very often. They're not a there's not a big so. Um, there's not like a big support for them, so it's not like a Mustang or a Camaro where you can get a catalog and order every part that you need. Exactly, you have, you have to think out of the box with them. So actually, now that you mentioned the Mustang, you know, at that time the '64 Mustang, Ford even built some here in Mexico because they wanted to sell them in Mexico, but oh. in order to sell them, they had to build them here. So that created uh, a very limited market where. You know, we didn't have cars at that time like Mercedes or, or, or BMW because they were big brands, but they weren't as big so you, so to come here and just build a factory like Volkswagen did. Sure. So so the most luxury people could get was like a Grand Marquis. 
<laughs> Ram Charger and those type of cars. So if if you saw somebody driving a Ram, and also they were taxed like hell, very high taxes at that time. So if you saw somebody driving a Grand Marquis or a Ram Charger, you know, balling business. Yeah, yeah, that was like, oh my god. <laughs> so the Ram Charger got this status of, oh my god, this this guy is balling, and they stopped they stopped making them in the U.S. I think in. What year was it? Eighty nine, eighty one. Yeah, it was a. Early, it was the late eighties, early nineties, and when they yeah. did the body style change, they st- we stopped getting them up here. Yeah, I'm not a big shot. Dodge guy, so I'm I'm kind of shooting in the dark. But I would imagine that's when they yeah, made the be... the body style change to the uh, the big square grill with the low the headlights that were like yeah, in the little was... fenders. Yeah, exactly. I love the Wagoner. I think when they just stopped doing the Ram Charger in the U.S. and and you know Chrysler. Of Mexico said, "Hey, I think we still have a market here, and let's do it." And the tooling of that truck is—it's <laughs> so crazy because the unique parts are the inside panels. Of yeah. So well, everything cool. from the the B pillar back on a single cat like a regular cab truck yeah, is exactly custom. The, yeah, the the bodywork is custom. The windows are custom, but like the rear hatch, the the hatchback, the tailgate. It's exactly the same as a Grand Caravan. Is it really? It is exactly the same. No way! Yes, it is. That's hilarious. And, like, they did stuff like that. It was a very low-budget car, and you can see the, you know, the, the, it's not, like, the perfect, it's not very well-built. I, I personally don't like it. I would have one, just, like, make it a, a Maybe change it to a uh, four by four frame because they they only came in four by two. So really, really useful. Yeah, they only came in four by two. Huh? They're not that useful, honestly. I've never seen one in person, uh, but like uh, about a year ago, I I found I came across one on Craigslist. Yeah, and I know. That, I think there's I people that. are starting to sneak them across the border. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, because I you know when I was a kid, I remember reading about them, and at the time, I think it was like car and driver or something and they were they were like you know are we going to get these in the states and you know <laughs> no of course not <laughs> no, it's, it's a cool truck i mean if you if you if you're planning to build a second gen ram mm-hmm. it's a it's it's something different right sure and you know because it's just a single cap chassis you can just put a four four, four by four uh, i think they came with a 360 the 5.9 yeah but that's i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna build it anyway i mean yeah. might as well throw all that crap away <laughs> but a 12 out comments or something yeah oh uh, so i i gotta i i appreciate the power that a diesel can put out but the sound of a diesel holds no yeah i, I, no, I have no love or there, there's no i don't know it doesn't it doesn't speak to me the way like a, a regular v8 or even a, a six or a four cylinder you know would sound i yeah i prefer yeah, I, the fuel burn I, my, my thing with diesels is that the low reps, I don't like that. Uh, yeah, it always sounds like they're broken. Yeah, like they're not, you, you expect them to shift higher, but they just don't. That's a nature of the engine. I am super, we kind of hit on it yesterday, but, you know, of course, we're recording now. Um, I'm so jealous that you guys get the Jimny, and you guys have <laughs> yeah. the, the high ace. I, my buddy, um, I was posting those high aces. And uh, a buddy of mine, uh, his family is from Chihuahua, 
Yeah. And uh, he was down there with his family and shot me a couple of pictures of hiaces. And I was like, I thought you were in Mexico. Where the hell are you at? And he's like, bro, we get these in Mexico. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, gotta get cool. I wonder yeah, how hard it would be to sneak one across the border. <laughs> I mean, I know there's some, some, some way of federalizing uh, cars in the U.S. that are similar or like identical to production cars in the U.S. Yeah, like, we don't have anything like that here. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking maybe, yeah, there's nothing. I know that, like, the RAM, you could probably get the RAM charger. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just the same as a second gen. Right. 95, 94, whatever. But I don't know about the highest. We also get the Hilux. Yeah. I, mean, I don't... Yeah. I think the version of the Hilux you get is different than what we call the, the Tacoma or the Tundra. So we, get, we get the Tacoma, too. We get the, yeah. the Hilux, the Tacoma, and the Tundra. But you guys get the Land Cru the the Land Cruisers that we don't get. Then I'm, I'm not. Sh I've seen some Land Cruisers. Funny enough, uh, I see the Land Cruisers. I see two of them, and they're like wide and very basic, like 18 inch wheels and all that. And they have the the U.S. Embassy plate. Yeah. That's so the like the, the UN US special. No, no, the United States. Yeah. No, they're, they're like from the states. Yeah. Yeah, well, the that style, the Land Cruiser that those guys use, um, I mean, guys have all kinds of names for them. Um, yeah. Like, we're in a Toyota dealer, and they brought back that, I think Toyota calls the color Desert Sand. Yeah, like the... Uh, it's kind of that khaki color. color. Yeah. And, like, guys on Toyota, some of the guys on Toyota forums were calling it uh, Taliban Tan. Because <laughs> uh, all those guys were driving them yeah. in the Middle yeah, East. Yeah, that's an uh, uh, interesting name. Yeah, we, we uh, I was looking at the internet the other day, and I, I saw this ad of a manual diesel V8 land cruiser. You know, they only sold them, I think it was an Australian car. That was pretty cool. The Australians, because they get some cool stuff, too. They get very cool stuff. Like, I, I'm very jealous of the, they have the supercharged Coyote engine. They had it way before the GT500 came out. Yeah, they also had that one they call the, the Barra. The straight six, yeah, the straight, six. and it, apparently it's supposed to be a real savage of a, a motor. Um, I've heard them compare it. They say it compares, uh, and some, of course, Ford guys are going to say it's better, but I've heard a lot of Australian guys say it's really comparable power output wise to the the big Toyota straight six that they put in the Supras with the twin turbos. Yeah, to JC, yeah, 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 I've heard it. it's a, yeah, it's it's a four liter straight six iron block. You can boost them apparently to, to like a lot of power, and they just take it. That's awesome. I I, I would love one one of those. I was when I was thinking what what to do with the Cadillac, my Cadillac. I thought it would be so cool to have like a Ford Power Straight Six. Really? Just, yeah, I would love it, but it's it's a lot of money to bring them over here. Huh. So that's I'm glad you brought that up. So like you, um, that was one of the questions a, a few, quite a few guys wanted me to ask you, like oh, yeah, if you, about the, about the, what you drive, what you drive, and so what you're playing. And I, I, I saw it. I love it. But go ahead. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, well, my daily driver is a '94 Grand Marquis, and that that thing has been in my family for a while. So uh, I, I was when I was looking for a car, I was. I was looking at some options. We talked about this yesterday as well. I went to look at the Jimny and I looked at a little Mazda 3 and another. So my dad told me, hey, it's going to be yours anyway. If you want to have it now, it's, it's 
it's here. And I thought, oh, that's going to be cool. It's, I mean, it's a V8. Yeah. V8. And I've been loving it. I love that car. What I year? Drive it. It's a 94. Okay, so that's like the Crown Vic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a roundy one. And it's so it's so smooth on the road. It, it does everything you ask it to do. Right oh, yeah. And my project car is the 58 Cadillac. Yeah, the Hearst. That yeah, that thing is amazing. So how did you come across that fifty that the hearse? So actually, it's kind of a similar story to the Grand Marquis. Um, when I started working on on this uh, on this rendering thing, I got to meet a lot of people, and there was a guy that I helped doing some design on on his. He was building a, at that time a fifty-eight Apache a Chevy. Okay. He lives in. His name is Richard. Uh, he lives in Phoenix, and, and he we, we did a lot of work together. And, and one day I was going to go to Phoenix, and he had told me, "Whenever you're in town, let me know, because I would like to take you to some shops so you so you get to know these people." That's great. And yeah, yeah, he, he was awesome, and and we did that. And I started, you know, meeting these people, and, and I got a lot of work with them. And when I was driving home, I was thinking, man, oh, uh, everything was great. Everything went well. But something that stuck out to me was that I, I was driving in a, in a rental Nissan Altima. And I felt a little unconspicuous when I got there because everybody was driving like super cool hot rods. And, right. You know, and one guy pulled up in a 52 Cadillac convertible and bags, and, you know, a 67 Corvette convertible arrived. You know, they were doing a new motor and all that. So it was just very cool stuff. And, and I thought to myself, if I'm going to be working in this environment, I need something to, uh, something that speaks of my work. Right? Yeah. Something that speaks that I'm in the same uh, tune than everybody else. So obviously, I don't have the budget to like buy a '67 convertible Corvette or something, but you know, something classic, something old that can drive back in from my hometown to the city. That would be good. So I come here. Oh, you're, your microphone is picking up your shirt. Oh, sorry, sorry. Good? <laughs> there you go. So I, I, I arrived here and I started looking for uh, cars. And, you know, everything was uh, either too expensive or I didn't like it or it was too rusty. I found a, a 68 Dart okay. GPS. Whoa, and, uh, nice. It was super cool, but it was just too far gone. Uh. It would be like... It would be just better to go and buy a, a good one rather than fix that one. Right. And I was bummed out about that. And here comes, and my dad already had the 58 Cadillac. And really? Yeah, yeah. That's like another story that I'm going to tell you. So I, I sat down with him and I told him, because it just struck me like, my dad has this 58 Cadillac. Why I don't use that? And I told him, I, I want to buy it off you and how much it would be and I told him my plan and why I wanted it and he told me you know what it's going to take a lot to fix this thing so you know have at it he gave it to me because uh, this is where uh, this <laughs> that was that was kind of why I have it now but he had it uh, because when he was a kid the, it, the story goes way back to when he was a kid and a relative of his passed away and he was like six or seven years old and they went to to the to the burial and the car delivering the body was a 59 cadillac and he was like when he, he tells the story he saw that thing 
pull up and it was inc- the most incredible thing he has ever seen because sure. the 59s you know the oh, fins and bullets on the tail yeah everything is huge and there's a lot of chrome and you know that was we're talking it was the mid 80s yeah so no, it was in pretty good condition and on those cadillacs when they do the hearse conversions they're even longer i mean they yeah they, yeah, they're, they're, yeah so it's even more exaggerated have, yeah everything is just insane looking so he says that he was just captured by that thing and he says i'm gonna have one i don't i don't care what it takes (laughs) so he when he was around 14 he finds a 59 and he wants to buy it and he doesn't have much money but he wants to buy it and you know that one had some uh issues with the title and it would take a lot of money to solve that Uh, so he he couldn't buy that and then he he moved here because he was living in guadalajara at that time so he moved here, and then he found he found another one. This was what this one was a '59 Pontiac. Okay. And he he made a deal to to buy it, and it was very cheap because we're now talking uh, late '90s. So these cars are very cheap, to right? Buy, very cheap to buy. Nobody wants them. And he he makes a deal to buy that Pontiac, and literally the next day, the wife of the guy caught him cheating. And burns the thing down to the ground. No. Yeah. So like <laughs> that could that just wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> then I was born in '99, and and some time goes by, and he finds a '61, I think it was. And you know he goes to the guy, and uh, he was a, he was a very old gentleman, and and he had a collection. He had from like fifty. 51 up until 64 of Cadillac hearses and he had them all and and he had them all except the 58 casually so he he tells he my dad tells him that if he was selling uh, at least one and he says you know what I am selling the 61 and are you in are you do you want to buy it and my dad said yeah yeah I would love to buy it but I don't have much money he says because I was I was born he was just i think he didn't have a job at that time something like that so the guy tells me how much you have on you right now and he says uh, he had 500 bucks yeah 500 pesos which is like uh, i think it's 25 bucks today oh wow it's it was nothing and the guy just laughs and says you know what you remind me of me when i was younger and I need to get rid of these because i'm not doing the funeral work anymore so you know what uh, i'll take them Oh, wow. Yeah, he he took it. Come, I think it was Wednesday or or Thursday, and he says, come come Saturday, and you'll take the truck. I need to sort out the paperwork. So my dad was all excited because he was finally going to get his hearse. And he goes on Saturday, and it was just the daughter there. And she says, "Um, look, I know who you are. I know the deal you made with my dad, but this is not a very good time. Because he got very sick, and he's now in Houston. Oh, jeez. Uh, we had to fly him to Houston because he's very sick. You know, come back, I don't know, next week. I'll tell you what happens. He died the next day. No! <laughs> he died the next day. He didn't write a will. So it was a bit, and, and the guy had like 10, ki- 10 children. So it was just a mess. Everybody wanted, some people were fighting for the building, for the cars, for everything. It was right. just a mess. And the daughter says to my dad, you know what? We, we, I, I know the deal that you made with my dad. I'm going to respect that, but let me, let me 
sort out everything and I'll call you. Obviously that call never came. And the last thing we knew about those hearses was that they, they were sold to the scrapyard. You're kidding. All of them were scrapped. Yeah. Oh man. Very sad ending. So time goes by. It's around 2009 or something. And my dad was on the office and he sees through the window, this tow truck with the 58 on the back. And he just runs outside and chases down the tow truck and, and they arrive to a, to a little home, to a little, like a little yard thing. And they drop it on the yard and it was, it was pristine, almost pristine. And the owner was there and he, and my dad told him, Hey, are you selling this thing? And the guy goes like, nah, I just bought it. I'm going to cut the roof. Oh, I'm going to make it a big convertible. We're going to put a, a, a sofa on the back and we're going to have it for quinceañeras and, sit and, and stuff like that. And it's like, you can't do that. And now uh, that's what I'm going to do. So he wasn't selling. Coincidentally, the guy worked across the street from my dad's work. And huh. they would run into each other. Like they would see each other every once in a while. And the guy would be like, hey, you're the guy that wants the herds, right? Yeah. Are you selling now? No, I'm not selling still. <laughs> and, you know, just years go by like that. I'm talking like six or seven years. And what, and, and you know, by that point, they they changed uh, numbers, so they knew each other and they would talk about things, you know. Uh, one day, my dad gets a call, and he, uh, it was some, it was I think it was his lawyer or something. The guy, unfortunately, he, I think he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh man! And he was selling stuff, and and the lawyer was like, uh, he's selling stuff. If you still want that thing. It's still in the yard and it's for sale. He pulls all the money he can find and the guy dies the next day. Oh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I hope your dad joking. doesn't want any cars from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm, that, I told him. Like, everyone you want to buy a car from dies the next day. Yeah. So, so he was like, not again. Oh my God, not again. So, um, your dad doesn't wear a black cloak and carry a sights, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> so the the different the difference this time was that because the the Cadillac had spent so much time in a yard, it turns out it wasn't the the owner's yard. It was a friend's. Mm. So legally, the friend could argue that the car was his. Right. Uh, there's some law that you can do that apparently. So. More, I think uh, after that, some months go by, and, and it was December, I remember. It was December 2013, I think. And one day, uh, and, and, and the 31st, my dad gets a call from the owner of the yard and says, you know, they gave me your number. They say you want this car. And, you know, it's a very beautiful car. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want to see it go to waste because the son of the owner came and he says he's going to bring a tow truck because he's going to take it to the scrapyard because he wants to buy beer for the for January, for New Year. If you want to come, get it now. Wow. And, and we jumped in the, car, in the car. We talked about we, – we, talk, we called the tow truck and we went and grabbed that thing. Nice. And that was 2013 or something. So my dad brings it home uh, and that was it. He, he, he wanted it. He told me he wanted it. And of course, he would love to drive it, 
but that really wasn't the goal. I feel like he, he was satisfied with just having it. <laughs> so uh, time goes by and I started working on this thing. And after that, a little while, my, my we did some work uh, every once in a while because we, we did want to see it running. And my dad, my mom then was diagnosed with cancer as well. Oh, wow. So, you know, the first thing my dad thought he could sell was that thing. Fortunately, everything went well and everything, uh, actually everything went very well. So there wasn't need to, to sell it, sell it or anything, but it was just sitting there. So when I, uh, it's now, I got it last year. Uh, I talked my, I talked about my plan with him, with my dad and, and, and I actually wanted to buy it of him, but he gave it to me. Nice. So that's that's how I got it. It's it's, it's within the family. Uh, he told me you uh, there's only one condition: you cannot sell it because I I had a very hard time to get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people had to die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before you could get it. <laughs> so so that thing that thing is 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 now staying within the family. So what are your plans for? Because I I looked back and I didn't see that you've done any renderings of it. So it's like well, I, I I did one uh, last year and I I. I thought about many things. You know, there's there's a whole lot of things that you can do with that thing. I want to I want to drive it around first. Um, sure. I just thought, what's the most cost effective thing that I can do is is I got a 5.3 Chevy. It's it's actually sitting on the can't beat the, that. Yeah, it's sitting on the on the stand now. I'm 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 gonna change just for peace of mind. I'm just gonna do the basic maintenance and then drop it in. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a five three with a four L sixty. I'm I'm not sure if that four L sixty is gonna hold, but <laughs> I I think it will. Yeah, should be fine. I mean, yeah, and, as long as you're not yeah. doing you know neutral drops thing. or anything. <laughs> that's the thing. It would be pretty cool to do some burnouts and such. <laughs> yeah, but but something like that. Yeah, it's gonna get it. It's it's getting that, and I want to take it. I actually sent an email to the guys that built the thing it's called the superior coach company yeah because i know they're opening opening a museum oh so cool. i thought it would be pretty cool to build this thing and drive it to the opening of the museum and you know make a deal out of it on social media and i sent them photos and a video of it and i have and i was like i have this thing i want to i'm gonna re make it drivable and I, I would like to visit the museum is there any date of opening and they were like there's no date yet, but, but if you come, we would love to give you a tour and all that. So nice. uh, it's, it's, it's 2000 miles away. So it's a bit of a long drive, but yeah, <laughs> it would be pretty cool to make it on the, on the, on the hearse. Yeah. Well, I hope you do. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, if, if, if I, when I, it's, it's the plan. So when I do it, every, uh, I'll make sure everyone knows about it. <laughs> I love all the windows in it. I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. I'm so grateful that, there's two broken windows in it. It's the windshield and the passenger window. Oh, cool. So you yeah, can I get those. I, yeah, they're they're just the same as any other 58 Cadillac. I think the 50 even 57 might be wrong on that, but the the unique windows like the rear quarter and the curved windows they're just fine. And, Perfect. and I'm like I don't I, I'm very nervous about them because, you know, breaking them. Sure. It would be impossible to find. They're they're just not available. Anymore. Yeah, you'd have to have somebody custom make them for you. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Totally. Are you going to keep they're it like as a hearse in the back, or are you going to convert it for more seating? Or my, my my dad told me like, hey, we we need to put seats in the back, and I'm like, 
I, I don't I don't think it needs seats. Like it would be just a big wagon there. And like the interesting part of it is it's a hearse. You think so? Yeah, I mean I, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, maybe I can find a way of making both things work. There was a 59 or 60, I can't remember. Uh, I'll have to find pictures of it. I saw it at SEMA, um, and I think it was at Grand National. Uh, just a beautiful car, you know, but it was like a blank check car. You know, they oh, spared yeah, no yeah. expense. Um, and they converted the um, the back hearse section, instead of being flat, they put seats back in. Right, right. Uh, and I think the guy built it because for like giving family tours around where he lives or something. I mean, it was yeah, a, it was like yeah, like kind of the a sil- lavender color with I white think, interior. Yeah, I think I know what it is. It, it Cadmat is called. I don't I remember. It's a very well built car. That's it's it's amazing. I think even it was nominated for a Riddle Award or something. Wouldn't it's, surprise me. Yeah, it was a beautiful yeah, car. Yeah, it was very well built. Very, very. I think if it's the same one we're talking about, uh, I actually talked with the guys that built it because they wanted me to help on some renderings for a Bronco. Oh, cool. That's that's like still in the works. Uh, I'm not sure if when are we going on that, but yeah, they're they're such a talented bunch of guys. Very, very cool stuff they do. Nice. So, um, how did you get started with the render? I mean, it sounds like you kind of got your yeah. your car, <laughs> yeah, your love talk- of cars from your dad, but. Like, yeah, did that it was my dad, you? and and ever ever since I got, I have memory. You know, everything has been about cars. I just love cars. And when I was a, a little kid, I got my first computer, and you know, I started uh, discovering the internet. And I found on YouTube there was this, there were these videos called. Uh, it was called then virtual tuning, right? And it was people just uh, modifying cars. Uh, well, images of cars on Photoshop. And, you know, it seemed so interesting to me because at that point, uh, I I knew about, I, I used to play video games like Gran Turismo and for Speed, but sure. uh, doing it in the computer was pretty interesting and strange. So uh, I started looking around and what, what was this Photoshop thing about? And I downloaded it and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what anything did. It was so complicated at that time to me. Yeah. But but you know time it was just I took it as my hobby then uh, and 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 I just played around in it and you know it snowballed from there. Well, it's obviously paid off, man. Your rendering is yeah. killer. <laughs> Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I I I I find it so amazing that people enjoy it as much as I do. So it is a very satisfying feeling. I was trying to remember what rendering I saw that caught my eye first and I couldn't, but I was going back through some of your, um, your work and I love it when you do like the phantom cars, like you did the, the old, the like eighties Cherokee, if it was a track. Yeah, that, and, thanks. Uh, thanks. That's, that's one of my favorite things to do. Honestly, that is because so cool. You know, if 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 you're gonna do these, these renderings, they have no limits. There's there's the only limit is like the capabilities that or the time that you put into it. So if you're gonna make something that has no limits, why not just mess with history? And and it's so fun to just go back and say how how it would have been. Like I want to put myself in 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 a meeting at Chrysler in 1984 and what Lee Iacocca would say about this and, and stuff like that. So that's how that Cherokee came about. And actually the Cherokee, the Trackhawk was the first one. Oh, really? Made. 
yeah, yeah, it was a first one. You knocked one. that was, one out of the park, man. Thank you. Thank I you saw that. Much. I started going on. I, I'm not really a, a Dodge guy, but I've driven the SRT Cherokee, um, yeah. and I absolutely love that car. Yeah, they're just so fun. They're crazy. Um, and I actually put my um, we well, a family member died in, uh, up in Washington, and so... Um, my, my, myself and, you know, my children and my mom and, you know, we all went, um, and she's got the SRT8 Cherokee and she's like, well, let's just take my, my Jeep. Um, cause, and I was like, okay. So we packed everything in, like everything I love, you know, is in this vehicle. Yeah. And yeah. we're going across the pass and just as we're rolling, uh, past a checkpoint, um, uh, they called over the radio that they were closing the pass. So we were the last car to go through. And, um, so here I am driving this like 500 horse, you know, (laughs) SUV on Pirelli P zeros and it's like a blizzard and it was kind of slipping back and forth. And I was like, well, wait a minute, this thing has driving modes. So I looked down on the center console and it's got track mode and then it's got, it said snow. And I was like, well, shit, there we go. So I put it in snow and the dashboard changes and, you know, it's always kind of like, you know, how much is the computer really helping me? It's really hard to yeah. tell. I'll tell you what, man. I turned that snow on, and the, the it just straightened out, like, perfect. And I never missed a beat. I couldn't believe, even on Pirelli P0s, like, we made it all the way through Shasta. Um, That's amazing. I mean, and there was a... There was one... At one point, we're going through this little town, and a, a cop in a four-wheel drive excursion... Uh, like he put the the spotlight on me, but I was like in the middle lane and I was like, I'm not getting out of this lane. I'm in a groove, you know, yeah, and there's like right. six inches of snow on the, on the street, but I was following groove that a semi cut earlier. I yeah. was like, I'm not pulling over, bro. You're <laughs> going to have to come get me. And so, uh, as I went past him, he turned all his lights on and went to come after me and just started looping on the freeway and then landed in a ditch. <laughs> And that, I couldn't, I just looked over, my family was sleeping and like. Nothing happened to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's all, nothing to see here, buddy. But from that day forward, I'm a believer in, in, in Jeeps at least. Like. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't believe how, how good the computer, you know, was able to, to keep it like as if I was driving on dry pavement. It was fantastic. Yeah, and it's 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 even more incredible in, in the SRT specifically because it's as you said almost 500 horsepower and it's yeah. just taking it. And those Pirellis yeah, are not trail rated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I I've heard it's very hard to get heat into them, so that's even more impressive. I've never I've driven it, um, you know, to, to take it to get it fixed or to to take it. She doesn't like taking it to the dealership, so I'll do that for her or. Um, yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> she's getting to an age where she doesn't like driving distance, so yeah. she might ask me to drive her someplace. And I have not, I've not been able to resist the temptation of kicking it in the <laughs> ass a little bit. But man, yeah. that thing just—it's fantastic. I can't. And they are quick. Very yeah, quick. they're the they're new, pretty hot. The new Trackhawks, the ones with the Hellcat engine, ridiculous. Okay, they're, 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 even though they're heavier, they're like way faster than the actual Hellcats up in the quarter mile, I think past the eighth mile, they're still ahead of the Hellcat. You know, it's when the Hellcat finally takes yeah. grabs traction that it, it takes off. It's just, it's crazy. 
That's Absolutely a good crazy. segue. Um, one of the questions I, um, uh, I, I asked guys if they wanted to ask you some questions. Um, and <laughs> the, the one-armed scissor. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting name. Yeah, wanted me to ask. Uh, so, like, what would your choice, like, if you were, if you were buying something new, I, I get, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. What would your, your ride be, like, if you were picking something new? A hundred percent a Challenger Hellcat. Yeah, yeah, it's a hell of a choice. Yeah, uh, you know, we we actually mentioned this briefly yesterday when we were when we were doing the test recordings. Uh, I, I got I, uh, I uh, my dad showed me the Vanishing Point movie. Oh, that's right. And I was like hooked on the seventy Challenger in white RT in the four forty yeah. dream car icon. And you know, I was 11, probably eleven years old at that time, so I. And that was like the perfect car. But then I grew up and I started driving cars and, you know, having experiences with cars. And old cars are pretty cool. I love old cars. But, you know, if you want a daily driver, you know, it's 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 not a 70 Challenger. It's not going to be the best daily driver. Well, right? you're never going to be comfortable parking it. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, you're not going to drive it to the grocery store and feel good about it. Exactly. You're be no, terrified no. the whole time. Yeah, and it's going to drink the whole gas station every time you go out, and it's going to overheat in traffic and all that. So I was uh, when I faced reality, I was like, oh, my God, it's probably not as good as I imagined it to be. Even though I haven't driven one, it's I, 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 I kind of don't want to because I don't want to You don't want to meet your hero? Like, exactly. So then the new Challenger comes out. Right. And, you know, it's it's a knockout of the park, the 2009 SRTA, because it looks exactly like the old one, but it's actually a newer car. Yeah. But then the Mustang comes out and, and you know, it, the Coyote has more power and then the SS comes out with more power and, you know, they're, they're a little faster. And and then the CL1 comes out and then the GT500 comes out. Yeah. And, and I, I was still like a Challenger guy. But I was like, man, I would love if this thing had a supercharger. And then all the rumors started running about the Hellcat. And, and you know, I remember reading websites saying that, you know, it's going to have 600 horsepower because there's no way that Dodge is going to make it more powerful than the GT500 with 650. You know, they can't. They just <laughs> cannot do that. And... And it was just a lot of hype and how much, how powerful it's going to be. And they just they launch it and it's crazy, and then they announce the power, which is seven hundred horse. I, I just <laughs> I I remember the day I was watching the YouTube reveal. And I was like, oh my god, this is the end of the world. Yeah, and and it made such an impact on me. Pretty much just like when I watched Vanishing Point the first time, I was like, I got to have this thing. You're like, I need one of these and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be this one. This is pretty much everything that I need. So, yeah, that's that would be the, the, the Hellcat. I also like, well, you cannot buy them anymore, but a, a modern car, it would be the CTS-V wagon. Oh, yeah. Perfect car. Those, I can't, it's, I remember when they were on the lot talking to... The salesman, like, I was like, are these things selling? Like, how are these doing? <laughs> and he was like, every guy like you, like, I think I was in my, I think I was in my 30s uh, when that came out, um, or late, mid -tw late 20s, early 30s. Um, but the guy was like, every young guy like you that comes in, that's the one they want. He's like, <laughs> yeah. every, every, but, but he goes, we mostly sell CTSs to women 
and they don't want a wagon. They want the sedan. Yeah. And yeah, and they don't want a manual, and they don't want a yeah horsepower V eight. But everybody that every time I've seen a guy that has one, like you, you just know that he's gonna die with that thing in his garage. Yeah, they just love him so and, much. And like the guy selling them, you know, they were selling. I th- I remember, I think the MSRP was something like sixty, seventy something. Yeah, they're selling for like eighty now. Yeah, right? they haven't lost a dime. That's like so, the uh, the Impala, like nineties. The when Chevy the brought SS. back the Impala yeah. SS, um, yeah, in like nineties. Obviously, everybody wants ninety, you know, the ninety six because it's got the console shifter. Yeah, but I remember seeing those on the showroom floor, and uh, my dad was like, he was like, okay, <laughs> it's just it's just a car, it's just a cop car, and yeah. I was like. Yeah, but that makes it even cooler. Like it's got exactly. all the cop car stuff, you know. Because I I always love the Blues Brothers. Cop you know? brakes, cop motor, yeah. cop suspension. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I like more column shifters. I prefer column shifters. Really? Yeah. It, I it's one of the things I love about my car because every time you get into gear and like if you're reversing or something, you feel like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that the new charger, the cop packet charger, has the column shifter. Nothing looks. I don't think anybody makes a tougher looking cop car than Dodge does. Yeah, they're they're intimidating. I mean, I love Fords and Chevys, you know, just as much or more than the next guy. But like Crown Vicks, okay, yeah, that's it's not a it's not a it's not sinister looking, but you know they made so many of them, and they were cop cars for so long. When you see a Crown Vic, you're like cop car. Yeah, exactly. but when you see a Dodge, you know Charger, or if you go back, you know a Diplomat, or you know the even all the older the Polaris, Polar, yeah, the Polaris, all of them. When you go back and look at like, especially if you do like the Highway Patrol search yeah. and look at their cars, like those are cop cars, man. Like they <laughs> the, they, they just look like yeah. cop cars. Yeah, the Polara actually. I think uh, they had the record of the fastest police car in America up until like the 2011 Charger or something like that. Yeah, they my dad crazy. tuned those. Oh yeah, then you know. Yeah, yeah he was a uh, he was emergency road crew for the uh, post office, but a lot of people don't know. But the post office has their own police force. I uh, didn't know that. And they that's, that's... they're they're I think they fall somewhere between. Like a highway patrolman, uh, like or uh, like a fed. Uh, I'm not sure how yeah. that works rank wise, but they're like, they're 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 federal agents, um, right, right. and they're I guess they're pretty hardcore. Um, but when I was, uh, I remember my mom brought me to bring my dad like sandwiches or something for his lunch one day when he was at work, and yeah. he took me into the shop and he had a Dodge Diplomat with a 440. Wow. And they put dual quads on it. And he had it um, up and they were tuning it. And I kept looking at it and I was like, that's, they can't, is this how they all are? And he goes, no, this was, I the, I guess the postal inspector or whoever the, he had enough juice that he just told dad he wanted to set it up with a cam and dual quads. And that's what he did. Wow. That, that must have been quite a ride. But then we came back a couple months later and. Uh, the guy picked it up, and my dad walked me out there and talked to the guy for a little bit. And uh, the, the he was this big old the guy must have weighed eight hundred pounds, you know, with his tie and his like 
cheap suit on, and he looks over at my yeah. dad, and he looks over at me, and he goes, "Want to see me light him up, son?" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And dude, he just burned the burned the tires off of that thing, leaving the parking lot. It was such a savage. Wow! Yeah, if 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 a four forty can do something, it's it's burning tires because it's so much torque. Turning tires and so smoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely the 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 old cop cars are just the best. So, um, NP built uh, wanted me to ask you what's your what's like what's your dream job? Well, that's an interesting question. Very good question because I. I I think it's when I was a kid, I was I would spend hours just drawing cars, and and I I I remember thinking, uh, is there any way I could do a job out of this? And of course, there's automotive engineering and, and designing, and and I had that when I was like in elementary school. I was to say I want to be an automotive engineer and all that, and and then I uh, I grew up a little bit and said. You know what? I think it would be pretty cool to dive into medicine, uh, nurse, neurological surgeon, or something like that. Well, that's a switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still love cars, but I thought that's pretty cool as, as well. I, I do have some interest in medicine, or or hat. I think it's it's a better way to put it because when I got into high school, and you know, I started I started to get these these subjects about. Uh, biology and you know actual stuff and I just didn't like it uh, <laughs> I could do everything but I just didn't like it I was like this is not my thing definitely and absolutely not my thing and if being a doctor is about this then I don't want to be a doctor so I was like as pretty much anybody you know out of high school I just didn't know what to do with my life I was like what and uh, coincidentally, I was started working on this, doing the renderings as my hobby, but then it turned out into my job. So I guess I could say that maybe like what I do now, it's kind of my dream job. I would love to grow it up, make it grow more and, 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 and do that as for as long as I can. Nice. Can't beat that. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, 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 it's like... Uh, Working with all these people with and, and their projects, and you know, they, they they tell me all these stories about cars, and that's what I love most about cars. It's the stories they have. Yeah. Because you know they can the going fast is fun, and doing burnouts is very fun, and driving is very fun. But the most the, the thing I enjoy the most is you know when the stories come up and what that car even. I like to think, you know, if that car could talk, what kind of stories it would tell. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's, so this, that is a big part of what I do. And people tell me the stories and we get to do like their dream cars. And uh, right now I'm working with uh, a couple magazines and Haggerty and doing all these stuff. So I think, yeah, that that's, that's what awesome. I do now is, is pretty close to my dream job, I would say. I'm very thankful for that. Not too many people can say that. <laughs> yeah that's rad so um has anybody like completely built a vehicle that you were involved with design wise there there are there have been a few like the guys we were talking about earlier uh the 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 ones that they build the race cars the vol the vol vol 05 is called they're building uh i helped designing some of the some liveries they're building for a special edition they're building nice. that uh, I, I've had some 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 guys 
build some stuff. Uh, most of the stuff that has been built is, you know, the, the ideas they already had or they were middle way through building and they were just like, we need help choosing different colors or different wheels or these parts. Some of the most complicated stuff, like, uh, I don't know, the F40 low rider, that, that thing. That is <laughs> so that ridiculous. I absolutely love that. If it, Thanks, if it gets done, it'll, it'll happen in Japan. <laughs> Yeah, probably Japan. You should start tag. I, you know, I actually thought I was like, you know what? I should start tagging Liberty Walk in this with these. Yeah, no. Because if anybody it, would do it, it would be them. Yeah, they're they're just as crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, the 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 those builds, of course, there's something that it's very fun to look at. It's very fun to do those kind of exercises, like uh, the Ferrari Forty Low Rider, or or like the. The, Going I don't know, Mercedes lowrider, exactly that thing, or the <laughs> off-road Lamborghini Miura. Yeah, but they're very useful for me because a lot of people just share them and they send them to their friends for and, sure. And and then they bring people to the page and they can see the actual like work that I do. I can't how, imagine. I can't believe how many places I have seen your SRT Pacifica. Oh, <laughs> I think that's the most viral. I have seen that. that. I, I swear I've seen the car and driver. I've seen it on Jalopnik. I've seen it on uh, Motor Trend. Um, yeah, that, honestly, that was a little unexpected. I knew, I knew people would like it, but <laughs> not that much. I've seen it everywhere. I still, sometimes I just like maybe turn on the computer and look at Facebook and it's like, it pops right there. Like somebody shared it. That's I, I'm like, Dude, that's I bet crazy. that's got to be one of your more viral designs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. When I, I was so excited when I was scrolling through the because uh, you did all the different paint colors. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, he did the beat, the blue, and he did ah, uh, did he? And then the F8 green. green. I was like, yes, <laughs> F8 F8 green. green. <laughs> uh, to to complement the question from before, it would be a Hellcat on F8 green. That's oh my The best God. color there is. Yeah, that is hands absolutely. down the best color there is. I mean, I'm biased. All my cars are green, but uh, oh, it's a great color. We wa I walked into. Um, <laughs> Actually, I was I took there was a recall and I took my uh, my mom's SRT8 uh, Cherokee in, and I walked onto the showroom floor, you know, to talk to the the manager. Uh, I always go in and talk to the the same parts guy, and uh, he goes, "Hey, I think I got something that you're gonna want," and I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and he pulled out. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys play dodgeball? Yeah, and they had that round rubber ball, and you you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what so he pulls out a black version of that ball, and it says Dodge on it. It's got the Dodge logo. <laughs> I was just laughing so hard. I was like, "All right, dude, I gotta have it." So yeah, bring it it's, up. It's I'll a, take it's a it. fun. It's a fun fun. <laughs> and then uh, he was like, uh, "I just he goes, I saw these in the catalog, and we talked." He goes, "So I ordered them because I, I wanted to make sure I had them for when you came in. I knew you'd think it was funny." And then he goes, um, "And he goes, I had them put uh, the new. Our new, we got a new wide body." Um, Challenger, the Hellcat Red Eye Wide Body, and he goes, "We put it on the showroom floor." I was like, "Okay, let's take a look." And we walked in. It was the F8 Green. Oh my god, man! I was that's if, if it was if she if we if it was a female, I'd have had it been down on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much the good spec. And then like if you, uh, I've seen, I saw one uh, F8 Green with like the cream interior. 
Oh, I haven't seen with cream interior. Oh, that's yeah. It's it's not cream. It's like uh, this. Um, I don't know, baseball glove color. Huh. Oh, like it's peanut butter. Very good looking. Yeah, peanut butter. That, that, that's it. Ah, uh, you lost and me on the peanut butter, man. I don't like. like I don't, don't like, like the peanut butter with the green. <laughs> with my truck, um, it took me it took me four years to find it because they only do GM only does green every so often. Yeah, and in that in the 05, like if you ever come across the green uh, of the the like two, that late two thousands, you know GM uh, GMC yeah, the, or Chevy, they're the almost MT all peanut butter right? interior. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, I want I like the dark charcoal interior or the black interior because it yeah when you're sitting when you're looking at the dash in a peanut butter interior, all the all the plastic switches are black. Yeah, so I don't it, like that either. It doesn't yeah. look it, it just throws me off. But you know, if you get the charcoal or the black interior, then it's, it's all, all black. Yeah, it all Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. my only thing against the peanut butter. <laughs> no, the challenger is not it's it's only accent. Yeah. Accented in, in, in peanut butter. So like the seats and the I think part of the of the, of the door cards are, are peanut butter and everything else is black. So the brass monkey like wheels that. though. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, jam. Yeah. That's the one. You Actually, can... the the Pacifica had brass monkey. Wheels. I know. I was so yeah. stoked when I saw that. I was like, this yeah, guy, it's like a, he's making it just for me. <laughs> that would be cool. Actually, the the Mr. Ralph Gills from from SRT. Okay. He, the head designer. He shared on his Instagram the. Oh the man! So they, they, Chrysler knows that it exists. It's just I, a of- <laughs> I really, I, I said this a couple years back. I came across a um, a guy that follows me, and he's in Japan, and he took some shots of a of a Mugen tuned uh, Honda Odyssey. And then Ooh, when I was in Singapore, I went. I was, you know, I took a day to to do car stuff. I always got a. I always got to, you know, find out whenever I travel anywhere, I want to, you know, see what the culture is there. Culture is like, exactly. And I was at a, um, so I go to Singapore, when I'm in Singapore, there's a, it's a Ferrari dealership, a, uh, no, a Lamborghini dealership. And it's, it's not a BMW dealership. It's an M dealership. So they don't even have the BMW logo anywhere. On the building, just, just the M logo. <laughs> That's crazy. And so then they must sell uh, a lot of them. Fiat and something else was across the way. I don't give a shit about Fiat, so I'm walking down the alley <laughs> to go back, um, like through the M cars, and sitting there, uh, this guy comes pulling up, and you know, it's it sounded like a Honda, but beefy, and I was like, what the hell is that? And I come around this corner, and it was—it's a Honda Odyssey, and it was stanced, you know, wheels, body kit, and he had uh, Mugen, awesome. uh, Mugen license plate, uh, Mugen tag, like a chrome tag in the corner. Um, he didn't speak English, but the guy, I, the driver I had with me, um, the guy said that it was a, a Mugen tuned 3.5 V6. Um, wow! I mean, he's in Singapore. That's that's more money than probably either one yeah, of us will see lot. ever to live <laughs> yeah, there, to that's... own a car there. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's very, like th- like, taxes are crazy. Yeah. It's like 300% tax just to buy the car. <sighs> Insane. Um, 
But yeah, he was telling me the the conversation was hard because you know I had to talk to the translator and the translator had to talk to him. Yeah. Um, but what he told me was he basically he bought the car from a guy in Japan, and they the guy in Japan had had it uh, some connection Showing, to Honda's yeah. Mugen group, and wow. they tuned it for him, and then he bought it that way from like imported from Japan. And I'll tell you what, what is even crazier, because in Japan, they have the Odyssey in Japan. It's actually not our Odyssey on this side of the world. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lighter, smaller, four-cylinder one. If you want to get like the 3.5 uh, American Odyssey, it's it, they sold it under a different name. I think it was called like Great or something. Yeah. So it's it's even more expensive to have the V6 Odyssey. So sure. that's even crazier, even tuning it by... Well, and the, <laughs> so I saw that in Singapore, and I was I had posted about it, and this guy that follows me in Japan sent me pictures um, of the Honda, like their back lot, and they had an Odyssey, an American style Odyssey, but it was um, it had the Type R badges on it. Wow! And so he was saying that 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 was an area that they they kept their test cars in. And so, so it sounded like Honda might be toying with the idea. And I thought, you know, all it's going to take is one. If Honda or Toyota or Nissan or Chrysler, if any one of them drops a, a legit performance version. Oh, a minivan, like yeah. A TRD Sierra or Sienna. Sienna. Is, would be awesome. Would be super <laughs> easy. Yeah, um, and they already have all the stuff. You know, the Camry, the TRD Camry that you there have you go. put it in. Yeah, and I think the the company that's best poised is probably Kia, because they have. Oh, yeah. um, I I could and, be wrong, but they've got that Kia Stinger, and that's a yeah. that's good that's already turboed. And from what I understand, that motor is the same motor that they're putting in, or the non-turbo motor is what they're putting in the the Kia yeah. minivan. Yeah. I, I Which, just, by the way. We're, uh, we love hot runs and all, but the new Kia minivan is a it's a good looking thing. You think so? The- I, I like it. Yeah, you know, you know what I see the when it came out, everybody was talking about it, and I the, the it has a, like a little trim piece on the rear quarter, and it looks exactly the same as as a trim piece that was optional in in fifty eight and fifty nine on Cadillac hearses. Oh, okay. So it's like a little detail that I spotted. And I was like, dude, that's crazy that they did that because it looks like a, it was called the tiara on the on the Cadillacs, and it just brushed aluminum. Yeah. So it looks pretty cool. It's called the it's Kia Carnival, I think. Yeah, that's the new. Um, it I I think it's got a kind of an SUV look to it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's a little bit taller, um, and it it's I think I think they're trying to make it look more SUV-ish yeah, to, to kind of get yeah, away from the minivan st- stigma. But stigma, yeah. I, yeah, but I love the interior. Uh, that was another <laughs> yeah. thing I fell in love with when I was in Singapore. They just, they don't They're play huge. around with their interiors over there. Yeah, they love their minivans because they can hold a lot of people. That's, that's they, they, do, they do very well. Um, going back to the Honda my mom has an Odyssey, a 3.5, and I okay. remember, I remember, um, you know, they 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 can run with a Mustang. Really? It, yeah. Uh, a Not 4. a V8 6. Mustang. No, yeah, the the SN95, the two valve. I remember because I drove that thing 
some 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 days I drove it to to when I was going to university before the pandemic, and it was it was right. My first car was a Volkswagen Beetle, and I sold it. It was a lot of fun to drive here, but I sold it and I made like double the money on it. So when I was looking for a new car, my mom told me, "Hey, you can drive the Odyssey, no problem." So I drove that a couple of days, and and it was it was a lot of people talk shit about this, but it was fun to drive. It was. <sighs> I, I gotta would, admit, I, I have definitely in the past, like few th- like as a car guy, you know, I, like my head's always on a swivel when I'm driving. Yeah, and I'm always looking around. I'm always checking out traffic, like you know, looking Same. to see what's yeah, out. Yeah. And few things are sadder than the the look in a man's eyes behind the wheel of a minivan <laughs> like the broken like yeah, this the, the shattered soul of a, a guy relegated to minivan life yeah but but, but. i rented some um you know because i've got kids now and so when and yeah. when i travel like i don't yeah, i like usually, i take my kids with practical. me practical yeah so the first time i rented one they gave me a um it was a Chrysler. The, yeah. And so you walking up on I'm looking at the key fob, and it's got the door, you know, the automatic doors. And I hit that, yeah. and the door slide open, and I was like, all right, that's that's super convenient. Yeah, and then it's you, very, the, the Odyssey has them, too. And then you hit the button for the back, and the back opens up, you know, and you look like, I was thinking, well, it's got three rows. There's going to be hardly any cargo space. And then you, you look in there, and it's like a basement. Like, it goes straight yeah. down to the ground. <laughs> Yeah, and I, like a little pool. Once you have kids, man, it they just make so much sense. And then I came across the guys at Van Culture. Oh yeah, I they abs- enjoy their vans. Those guys, they're living, they're living the right, they're living right. Yeah, you know the the the, the things that stuck out when I was driving it. You know, I drove it occasionally. I could get all my friends in. I could drive everywhere, and and as I said, I remember you know going back home at one or two a.m. and and you know a Mustang would go by. Yeah, it was an S ninety five and a four point six. So I would just go for it, and it would it would it would hold the Mustang. I remember one time a guy actually you know I I passed him, uh, and we were going off course the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> so I passed him, and uh, he fell behind, and and I had to get fuel. So I pulled up. In gas station i was filling up and the guy just drives by slowly and he pulls the window down and he just stares at me and then drives by and i'm like <laughs> dude <laughs> he just got dragged by a minivan it's gotta hurt your feelings like a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah that engine though the the honda v6 the 3.5 is a good engine yeah and they Great i mean they engine. uh they make superchargers for them i mean so yeah, you can know, go crazy I, I, I told my mom like when the transmission blows up on this thing which is hopefully not soon but it's gonna do eventually sell it to me and i wanna i wanna see how hard would it be to put like the um honda pilot drive chain oh okay same engine and make it uh like a obviously it's not gonna be a a, a jeep type of car but uh, make a four-wheel drive odyssey to take uh overlanding Uh, that would be pretty cool i think oh well you know uh matt farah he anytime he brings up his uh, Toyota Odyssey. Previa, he can't talk enough about it. All-wheel drive, yeah, yeah. V6. All-wheel and... drive. Actually, Matt Farah, ha- had, they had a, an Odyssey when they were recording for Drive, I think. And he, he also agrees that. It's like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stigma, but it's also very practical. And 
Yeah, Bizimoto's got that thousand horsepower Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, that thing is crazy. ridiculous. Well, that's the same engine, the three point five. It's just it's a good engine, which is which is what you want. Well, yeah, I I, I really was thinking. I mean, I have my crew cab. I'll never sell it. It just you know, I I just that was my dream truck yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, and now I have it, and you know, I'll just keep oh, great trucks. putting money into it, but. You know, once you have little ones, you know, you start, like, the crew yeah. cab is fine for, like, trips and, you know, like, like not long trips. Because any any luggage you have to put in the bed. And I don't have a, I don't have a bed cover or anything for it. Yeah. Um, but whenever we, and after we flew that first time and rented a minivan, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I kind of like these. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, I was, this, I I get was the it. same. The first week I drove that thing, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so bored of this thing. But then when you get comfortable in it and you get past the initial stigma, it's like, you know what? It's actually I can fit everything I want. Yeah. It's not, it's not that boring to drive. It's just you just have to push it a little bit. Well, it's comfortable for everybody. And yeah, you know, exactly. We uh, and then, of course, like I said, I, I started fall. I came across those guys at Van. Co- well, I think I came across Busy Moto first. And I thought, okay, well, that's cool. Like, if you're going to be a tuner, like, and you're building Hondas, it's hard to stand out from a crowd. So that yeah. it makes a lot of sense from a marketing standpoint. Uh, but then I came across the Van Culture guys, and just like, well, like Mark Coano says, man, wheels are everything. Put the yeah. right set of wheels on it and lay it out a little bit. Definitely, definitely. Wheels make the car. Make or break the car. Yeah. And then, of course, my time in, uh, like, bouncing around asia for a bit and like seeing how they just they go crazy on all their yeah. their vans um i'm a huge fan of the guys at sad have you seen those guys i haven't um, they do uh body kits for hiaces and one oh, of their body kits yeah. is uh i think they call it the stinger body kit but it's it's re- it's it's basically their version of a Lamborghini body kit for the highs. <laughs> for the high It looks so good. <laughs> and the, I can imagine. One yeah, of the guys the has put like the Lambo style steering wheel and he's got the bucket seats in the front. And I was like, <laughs> if you took that all the way, like and did, you know, a wild like Lamborghini style, like bright neon Alcantara and leather interior and yeah. Like the body kit, and I was like, "That you'd be onto something, yeah." You'd be you'd be killing it in a drop off line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they 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 do so crazy things. Yeah, I, I I think that's also one of the great things about you know enjoying cars because there's uh, everywhere you look, there's somebody doing something different. Like that guy, you know, a Lambo van, absolutely, <laughs> style van. That's yeah, the crazy. the yeah. complete opposite of everything that Lamborghini stands for, but. <laughs> I mean, the guys that said they did it right. It looks good. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a guy up here. I, I feel bad. I can't I can't remember his name. Um, it's a tall, skinny, white guy, like a red ginger, and he's like walking around and like cars and coffee, and he's got four kids in tow, like little kids. And I was like, dude, you bring four kids to a <laughs> show like this, and like you're handling business, like to, now that I'm a parent, I'm like, dude, that's gangster. Like it, it uh, yeah. that's a lot of effort to, to keep everybody <laughs> happy and yeah. Um, and then he walked over to this back and I was like, I gotta see what this guy's driving. And he had a Toyota, black Toyota Sienna on I think seventeens or eighteens and it was bagged 
AccuAir. He had a full VIP style interior. And I was, and he got, and all his kids had, you know, all their car seats and stuff. And he got all his kids locked in. And I walked up and I was yeah, like, dude, game recognized awesome. game, dude. You are killing it right now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know what? <laughs> Talking about cars and coffee, uh, I was in, in Los Angeles a couple a couple of years ago, uh, and we we were visiting family, and, and you know I took, uh, we we drove from here to LA. It was my dad and my mom, and and one of the guys from Donut Media. Oh, cool! Uh, we, we were talking about on we were talking on Instagram, and, and he told me, hey, this, tomorrow there's going to be this, you know, there's going to be a Carson Coffee with Sunday, and, and you do want to hang out? Sure, yeah, let's go. So I woke up at seven, and, and I I drove in the we were driving the Odyssey. And I drove it, and I wanted to be there like early in the morning. Sure. So I got there, and there were like two guys, and I knew it was a place because they were in Porsche 911s and old 9 930 Right. So yeah, it's it's here. It's Los Angeles. Carson Coffee. There's gonna be a million 911s. So I parked, and I thought it was far away from from the 911s, but you know when people started pulling in. It was a lot of people. <laughs> so I, I thought, you know, I'm going to get the van out of here because, you know, I'm not in the show. I'm, right. It's not a show car. I, that space it could be used by somebody with, you know, a cool car. So I went and I was boxed in. Oh, no. And, you know, the car right next to me was a, a Lancia Fulvia. <laughs> and then right next to the other side, there was a Ferrari 458. And like a Honda Mini, a Honda City Turbo, like from Japan, a JDM imported yeah. car. And I was like, oh my god! And I was like, uh, uh, no, I'm not the owner of that Odyssey. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> and everyone, I was like, I don't know. It was, uh, you know, it had the, it has the Mexico plate. So I remember when I walked past, they were taking pictures of the car, of the Odyssey. Oh well. And I was thinking. Dude, why are you taking pictures of the Odyssey when there's a Fulvia and a 458 right next to it? That's and, what know, makes I the get... picture, man. The <laughs> yeah. juxtaposition of something that different and cool yeah, next yeah. to something so no, utilitarian. Um, the guys told me that they were from, from I think they were from Nogales, Arizona. So they like, oh, okay. they, they live right next to Sonora. So they were, the, it was kind of interesting that the plates were from Mexico. So I right. guess that's why they took the picture. But, but huh. yeah, it was... I was like so ashamed because oh my god I, I I'm sorry I parked there <laughs> yeah so, and, and uh, it was it was a great show it was a there were a lot of cars a lot of very cool cars I, I talking about GM trucks Matt Farrer was there and and one of his and they pulled in in a it was a press car I imagine the and a Hennessy six by six I love those they're so ridiculous yeah it was. You know, it, when you it, it pulled up and everybody everybody was like, "Oh my god, that thing is huge!" Yeah, massive, massive, massive. I uh, I know guys guys are gonna people talk shit. I don't care. I just like, <laughs> I mean, if you've got the cheddar, like yeah, why yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I I love my Chevy truck. I've driven Ford trucks. Trucks in general are awesome. I mean, yeah, you can't. And but if Hennessy wants to build one. With another axle and like three hundred <laughs> more horsepower, yeah. Why uh, not who, write who the check if you can? No. Yeah, why? Exactly. You know, frankly, it would be rude. It would just be rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, have you seen the TRX? Yeah, actually, there's uh, quite a few uh, of them up here. Yeah. Um, 
Hennessy's building a six by six of that too, like with a with a Hellfriend engine. Yes. Thousand horsepower, crazy. They, do you crazy. see? They already put a Hellfriend in a in the Durango SRT I Durango. I saw that. Yeah, it's crazy. I was at the, SEMA when they debuted the Hellfriend. And uh, wow. so we're like walking through the Dodge section and the Dodge section. Have you ever been to SEMA? I haven't. I, I, I actually wanted to go 2020, but of course, you know, didn't happen. So I was goofing around. I'm looking forward this year. I've been, buddies have invited me. So I've gone on like on, on their ticket. Um, I yeah. have some buddies that are in the industry and like, I don't want to blow up their spot, but they gave me a, you know, a card. So I yeah. got in and that was cool. But, um, I, it's my favorite used car lot on the planet because <laughs> you know everybody all the show cars out there but uh, dude it's a lot like it's not something that i would like if i did it as a job i would love it because you know you could skip out on your booth and, and kind of take in the sights a little bit yeah and have that home base but if you're going as like a spectator yeah it's it's, it's tiring i imagine you can't see everything like in and every every time, like you go to one section, you're like, okay, I've seen all of that. Like two days later, you're going to be at home, and you're going to be like, oh, I was in that building. You're going to see ten <laughs> things that you missed. Yeah, it's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, there's way too many cars. The Dodge section is massive, and they had the elephant inside a a like a big glass like a jewelry case. Uh, and I was just. I can't wait to see what somebody puts this thing in. I just so like, they're putting it. I saw uh, there's, you I know, think Speed I think Core did one too. Yeah, Speed Core, and then the guys from I think it was Graveyard Kings. I'm oh, not sure okay. That. They put it in a '57 Fury. Oh, '58. Oh yeah, the Christine car. Christine one. It was yeah. there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you saw that. Yeah, it, it was, was there. That. It was. It, Imagine a thousand horsepower with with those the bias ply radials. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Wide wall bias plies. No, and the crazy thing about that that motor is it's not obviously the the thousand horsepower takes the headline, but it's nine hundred and something foot pounds of torque. Well, and not only that, it's it's a it's something that they offer, um, and I think it's got a warranty. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. They're obviously they're sold out, and they're like. Some guy on eBay wanted like fifty grand for his. Yeah, which is <laughs> he'll get it. Cra- yeah, I know. If I had the money, I would buy it. But <laughs> that move your hearse down the road a little bit. No, I, I obviously not now, but eventually I would like to get a Hellcat in that thing. Oh yeah, was it Cleveland? Have you? Are you, do you? Let me get their name. I want to get their name right because I bothered the hell out of these poor guys. Oh, um, uh, the, the guys, uh, Cleveland Power and Performance. I think something like that. I think that's who they. I think that's right. I want to make sure. Yeah, they they yeah. do the pallets, right? Power yeah, and Performance Cleveland. They do those. Oh, they're great. If I had the space, <laughs> I would just order all the cool engines just so you could play with them and listen to them idle. Yeah, I'd have a they, Coyote. They... I'd have a Hellcat. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because they they sell you the pallet complete and and everything ready, so you can just turn it on and 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 it, it starts on the pallet. It's crazy, yeah. I've been asking them if they, because um, I, I I have my '66 Galaxy convertible. It's my great car. It's my first car. Um, I've had. I mean, I've had it since I was 17. That's and, awesome. Uh, 
it's got a 352 interceptor mo motor in it now. And I was wow. I was pricing out um, what it would take to build the FE that I want. Yeah. So I've got a Edelbrock. I've been collecting parts over the years. Um, I've got the Edelbrock um, six Stromberg intake uh, for it, and just um, a few other things. And I started pricing out what it would cost to build what I want. And then uh, Ford announced the Godzilla motor, seven point oh. three gas. And I was like, oh, yeah. all right, Ford, let's see what you're doing. And the hype on that has been incredible. And then Crazy. I thought Ford motors are almost, anything Ford is generally twice as expensive as Chevy, as a general yeah. rule. Um, so I was like, shit, this crate motor is going to be like 20 grand when it comes out. Like, there's, there's no way it's going to be reasonable. And I think um, the last time I looked, you can get a 7.3 crate motor for seven, seven thousand five hundred or something like that. I didn't know that. That's a very good price for a for wow. a big block Ford. I couldn't believe it. And oh, it's a new engine. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's uh, they're they they're putting it in the Super Duties. Yeah. And there's it, it makes sense. Yeah. There's rumors it's, uh... that it there. Uh, I've read some rumors lately that they might be putting it in the GT. And the, and the Mustang. No, the Ford the, GT. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, so I'm fingers crossed, but I guess there's some guys on the East Coast that have been, uh, I think one guy's got a Magnuson supercharger on it, and uh, he, he's saying like yeah, they, 800, 900 horsepower is like not There's a guy a building a, a Lightning, a Lightning, a Ford Lightning, SVT Lightning with a, with a 7.3. I think he's from Southern California, so I'll have to uh, see if I can find him. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll, I'll shoot you the the Instagram on, on on the messages. I I'm trying to remember the name, but I I don't remember the name. Anyway, that's that's what I was yeah. thinking. Once I saw seven thousand dollars, I was like, well, that's <laughs> that's less than a less than a half of what it would take me to to get started on an FE build. Yeah, and I thought, no, it's very reasonable. Can't beat that. So I might be putting one of those under the hood of my convertible. That would be amazing. Yeah, I did. I did some renderings of. of I have done one so far. Uh, it's a Fox body, a four eye Fox body. Yes. And people went crazy with it. People are are very into it. The seven point three is a great. So far, it's like it, it has been. I guess reliable. I haven't read anything about it. It blowing up. They <laughs> so. had. Um, there was a problem with spark plug wires on it, and the fix was they just sent out knew that whatever that whatever cylinder it was that particular yeah. wire wasn't the the whoever whatever company made that wire didn't do it right and so yeah. the fix was just sending out a new wire um and right. i think there was one other recall but it's been really minor stuff and but all the guys i all the i haven't found too many but the few guys i've found that are actually like playing with them power wise are saying that this motor is it's ridiculous. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's the displacement, man. You, you even if even with force induction, there's nothing uh, like a big displacement V8. So we kind of got a well, yeah, <laughs> we got <laughs> way topic. off track, but I think that's okay. Um, I did the last two questions. I want kind of wanted to put you a little bit on the spot, like as a designer, like um, who do you who do you think has got the best looking um, you know, of all the car companies, who do you, 
who's got the best lineup right now, looks wise, and who's got who's who's the worst? Wow, that's actually a very. <laughs> you know what? Uh, best lineup and worst lineup. That's a very interesting question because you you can argue a lot about the specific models. I, I the worst. It pains me to say this, but I think BMW, man. Yeah. I don't think it's you're going to really, have very many people argue with you with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me because, as I said, I love cars. I, I do like – I have a lot of uh, – uh, I have a lot of um, – uh, I don't know how you say it, but, you know, I love American cars. I love muscle cars. But in reality, all cars float my boat. Sure. Right? So if it's a Citroen DS or a – whatever from japan or whatever from anywhere i like it i like cars so bmws you know they're they're great i i before my grand marquee i was offered a very cheap very cheap bmw 740il nice an e39 it's the long wheelbase it's like the like the one that jason statham drove in the transport movie okay yeah i love those black and black tinted uh no it wasn't black and black it was the Cream interior, black outside, tinted windows. It was amazing, and and I I had the money. I didn't buy it. I was scared of the maintenance cost. Yeah. So I didn't buy it. I'm kicking myself for that because it's such a beautiful car. It, it has aged so well, and they actually that, handle even the seven. Yeah, the, yeah. Even the long wheelbase, they they ride great. They 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 ride great. They handle like a sports car. Well, as as far as a sedan can do. Sure, but. You know, the M5, the, that generation M5, the C8, the M3. There was one cars. on Stance Works. Um, I've, I, I, I like, I, I mean, obviously because of my size, I like, you know, big sedans big, are big comfortable cars, yeah. for me. So, yeah, I, that's what I'm, I've always been drawn to. Although, I also, I love little cars just as much. I just can't get in them. Yeah, uh, same, same. The guy was sending me... Um, a buddy of mine that I used to work with uh, sent me, I think it was from Stance Works. It was, uh, I could be wrong on this. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Uh, but it was, I feel like it was a black 750. And it had, I guess BMW offered a special order purple interior. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That is it That's so like, yeah. good. Incredibly good. He was telling me about it, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna look like dog shit." Like, who would <laughs> yeah, want purple interior? And then he, yeah. I saw the pictures, and then they, you know, you see it on the outside, and of course, it's on the ground, and it's got the right wheels on it, and it looks fantastic. And then the guy, the you get to an interior shot, and I was like, "Wow, oh, dude! All right, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get because it because it's 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 not like." In your face, purple. It's like a very subtle. It's like eggplant. It's like a really exactly. dark purple. Yeah, so it's it's gorgeous. You know, the Porsche 928 had it as well. Did they? Yeah, they had uh, on the early 928s. They had crazy interiors, and and they had a purple one, which is just incredible. Um, but I love yeah, that I when th- somebody does that. When somebody's like, you know, somebody tells you about a modification, and in your head, you're like, oh my god, you've made a terrible yeah. mistake, and <laughs> then you works. see it, and you're like. Oh, okay. All right. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, when that happened, I, that has happened to me a lot, you know, doing renderings. Sure. Guys come and, you know, they, I want these the, the, these parts and this color. And, and I'm like, you know, that's not going to look good. But 
you are the customer, right. let's do it. And I do it, I'm like, damn, that guy was right. It does look pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know, a learning experience, yeah. Um, so what's yeah, the best so, one? Um, right now, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of brands that are making very good-looking cars, but I think Porsche. Porsche is, is really, yeah, because they're like um, they're not going over the board. They're very, um, Porsche. I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just being Porsche. <laughs> right now, a lot of cars are taking risk. A lot of risks, like for example, BMW with the, <laughs> the huge grills, or 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 uh, Chevy. Chevy. I don't know what the hell is Chevy doing. They're not. Yeah. Okay, uh, so like, I want to segue on that a little bit because no, nobody agrees with me. But do you know the new Chevy Blazer SUV? Yeah. Doesn't it look a little bit like the Lamborghini Euros? Yeah, I can see it. I yeah, yeah, it does. I saw one and I thought, that's not a Lamborghini. That doesn't look right. <laughs> it looks like a bootleg Lamborghini to me. Yeah, it does look. Uh, that's uh, I think the the cues that Chevy is well the path I guess it would be a better word. It's taking with their cars. It's a little uh, not anymore for the um, American market. I guess you could say like the Silverado is still very you know as 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 we we're we're used to seeing Chevrolets like big grills and very rectangular shapes. Right. But you know the Blazer and now the Camaro. It's it's more of a global attempt, I would say, kind of more Asian. Yeah, uh, it makes sense because you know the, their market is right. so huge. But personally, I, I, the Blazer doesn't look bad. It's not a design-wise. It's not bad looking. It's just that it's called the Blazer. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't like it. If it was called anything else, it would be just Fine. a normal crossover. Yeah, nobody yeah. would even would nobody would even talk about it. Yeah, exactly. But they called that's... it like the Trailblazer or you know anything, anything else. Yeah, yeah. Anything, Same thing yeah. with Ford and the Mo the Mustang Mach E. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, dude. They could have yeah. called it a Falcon or a Futura or even. I mean, I would have preferred not a Galaxy, but they could have called it a Galaxy or. <laughs> You know, any no, one you of know a what? million nameplates. I, I went uh, I went to university for marketing. And I, if, if you asked me when I was in high school, you know, that the Mustang was going to be an SUV, and an electric SUV at that, I was like, you're crazy. Get out of here. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but no, after after doing the, the all the all the subjects and marketing, I was like, I mean, I, I as a car guy, it's... Yeah horrible but well, it's not for it us it makes sense it's for the yeah, unwashed for masses and, and you know in a world with where the tesla model uh what's the little suv the model y yeah it's getting all the spotlight and 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 you know you're falling behind as a brand because everybody thinks fords and chevys and dodges are like uh dinosaur cars and you gotta make a splash what's the most powerful name you have yeah Mustang. i get it i mean so, I, like, I get the money grab side of it yeah, but exactly. Yeah. As an enthusiast, it, it yeah, hurts it's not me. Right. Hurts me. I don't so know why. Deeply by it every time, and I can't believe how small they are. I actually saw a Maki -E going down the road next to uh, a GT uh, GT three fifty. Yeah, and the tiny. must the actual Mustang looks bigger than <laughs> yeah. the Maki, -E, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if 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 you want a daily that kind of that doesn't look like a normal SUV and you want to be hip and or something, it's it's okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's the names, good the reviews. names. Yeah, yeah, everybody likes them, but but yeah, Mustang. I guess they could have called it the Model E. That would make sense as well. That would have been you know, cool. The Model T, the Model sure. A, you know, the Model E, or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Or yeah, they, uh, I guess I the guess lightning with a, is the with a, truck, and but the thunder was always going to be the SUV. Yeah, um, I guess could have done when, that when they um, when they release the GT, like the performance. Yeah, one, uh, uh, they'll get some street cred out of that, I reckon. I, I, I'm sure they will. I, I mean, I, I wish them nothing but yeah. success. I, I don't want anybody to fail, but it does. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I, I've seen there's two. There's a couple up here, and every time I see one, I'm like. Nah, <laughs> you're not. It's not a Mustang. Yeah, it's you not know, a Mustang. Or, or even even Mac E, like that's it. Ma- Ford Mac E. My that was perfect. Yeah, that, that, been that, cool that, that, that would work. Yeah, but they they stuck the Mustang badge, which is so. Who do you think? Who do you think's killing it? Who's the best? Um, so I, I like you the said Porsche. Porsche, yeah. But uh, I when we were talking about the Mustang, came to mind Hyundai and Kia. They're doing. They're really uh, stepping up their game. Yeah, like actually, uh, right now the computer is working on some renderings of a Genesis G90. Okay. The, the that's the top luxury yeah. Hyundai. It's great looking. It's very good looking. Huh. Very, uh, they they just released the concept of a coupe Genesis that is like uh, exactly this. It's it's like the modern version of the BMW A series from the nineties. Okay. If if you put them side to side and you know you start analyzing the proportions and the different cues, it it's it looks it's like, like an evolution. Yeah, it's like the old BMW decided, which is great. Yeah, it's, back it's when amazing. it was good. <laughs> yeah, when BMW was good. So yeah, Hyundai. Of course, they have some misses, but sure. The overall, I think they're they're killing it. But I'm, yeah, if I'm trying to one, get over my bias for the Korean brands. It's like when I was in high school, like I dated girls that had Hyundai Excels. Oh yeah, that's and terrible. <laughs> I, f- I felt in my heart and soul that at the end of the parts line for every part that they made for a Hyundai Excel was an old knife sharpener machine, and they would run every corner and every piece through that knife sharpener. So when you worked <laughs> on it, it looked like you'd lost a knife fight. It was, I don't, I I never, I don't think I ever popped the hood of her car, not even just to check the oil and didn't end up bleeding on that car somewhere. (laughs) That's crazy. Every piece and part was like a razor. It's just, they were trying to get their stuff together when when, when building cars. You know, I feel that Hyundai is, is our generation or of of Nissan and, and Toyota when they came in the U.S. like in the fifties and sixties, you know, when nobody really took Nissan seriously up until like the fir- the the two forty Z. Right. Well, uh, or the five tens. So, yeah, the five tens. You know, they were starting to same with the Beetle. Same with you know, it's it's it's. I think it's a part of the process. I do think that um, they 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 they've definitely won a lot of people through the years. Absolutely. And, because they are, there are a lot in the road, like a lot of high-ends and, and, and Genesis and Kias. So, yeah, I think it's very interesting what they're doing. And I like their approach to luxury cars because, you know, 
Mercedes and BMWs now, they're like, uh, it has to be like sub seven minutes of the Nurburgring and it's got to right. be super fast and it's very harsh riding and all that. It's got to have a lot of tech that is going to break when the warranty is over. And, you know, the Genesis is more like, <laughs> we don't care too much about performance. It's very underpowered. Well, not very underpowered, but it's not a, it's not going to win, win a race against an, an AMG or something. But it's soft. It's got a lot of leather. It's, you know, it's a car where you can take it easy and no problem. It's, uh, I was ta- I don't remember who I was talking to that about. We are joking about, like, how you know, the arc of how their quality is so exponentially better on yeah. the, on all those, the, the Korean stuff that we're, we're seeing in the States now. And, um, uh, he was telling me about the Genesis and he was saying, um, he goes, when I look at a Genesis and when I drive a Genesis, he goes, when Lexus brought, when Toyota brought Lexus over to the United States, Exactly they set the that. bar with, they went after the Germans, you know, Mercedes. And so they, it was as fast, it handled as good. Like that was their benchmark to blow out of the water. He goes, when I drive a Genesis, he goes, I really think that Hyundai's benchmark was like a 90s Buick Electra. <laughs> and I was like, I just didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? I thought yeah. he was going to make the same German comparison, but he said the same thing you did. He said, when you get in one, he goes, it's, it's, it rides like a Japanese Buick Electra. He's like, it's, it floats. It's, it's not, he goes, it's not as floaty as the Buicks were. He's like, but it does have float to it. Like when you're going down a freeway, that's got some like nice undulations. Like it's (laughs) not just gliding. Yeah. You're just, yeah. He's like, it's like sitting sitting on a couch, like sliding down the road. It's just, yeah, that's, that's something cars have lost through the years, which, which I, I personally don't think is a bad thing because you're not driving to the track every day. Sure. So I remember when I took, when I took the, uh, the vaccine, I was, I was feeling a little dizzy and, and I was very tired that day. So I, I came out and I, I thought to myself, man, I can't wait to just sit in my car in the Grand Marquis. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just drive home because it's quiet. It's floaty. It, it's, it's, it's just it's gonna drive almost drive itself back home, right? Yeah. And like, and and you know, in, in a world as hectic as it is today, sometimes you want that. It, it's 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 a lot of fun to drive a, a sporty car. I think but sometimes that, that needs to you come want back. The car. Yeah, yeah. I really you think know, that but, we missed Cadillac as much as I absolutely love CTS, the V stuff. Yeah. I I think they need to bring back like a Fleetwood. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah, no, yeah, no totally. numbers, no letter gibberish. It's got to be a <laughs> Fleetwood Broham, and you it's know, got <laughs> not not too long ago, and 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 it's it's on the on Jay Leno's channel. I saw that it's uh, on the on YouTube. They they launched a concept called the Cadillac CL, I think. Or yes, C- they were yeah, beautiful. It, it was gorgeous, and it was you looked at it and and said. That's a that's, that's an Eldorado. A Cadillac. Yeah, that's that's a proper Cadillac. You know, it's called the CL, but it's actually an Eldorado. I can see the lines. Yeah, I can. I know that's what it's going to be called. And you know, of course, they didn't. They never sold it. They never did it. I don't know why. But yeah, and the design language didn't seem to make it into anything. But yeah, I agree. When I saw the CL, and I was like, "Oh, Cadillac, please." There you yeah. go. 
You know, after spending a lot of time in, on my 58, um, I remember reading before that. I remember reading about, you know, Cadillac in the 50s and how they just were, you know, their slogan, their slogan was the standard of the world. Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, I thought, oh, well, it's a slogan. It's just marketing. But really, you know, you see how these were built, like the 50s Cadillac. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy how well they're built. And, and I remember reading about the 57, like the top end. I think it was the Eldorado Broham. It was more expensive than the equivalent Rolls Royce. It and they like, had really cool. I I am a sucker for the uh, how do you say, like the accoutrement. Like I, I'm a sucker for like the little details, like little yeah. like little extras. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those had like ostrich leather and well, like, the glove box on the '58. If, if you uh, if you could you could order like the glove box, you would pull the glove box open, and the the lid was magnetized. That's exactly with, what I was going to say. Yeah, with little shots of, yeah. of like you could put, I don't know, tequila or wine or something. And it, like, it's something like so... Like a little crystal whiskey decanter and a little magnet yeah, yeah, yeah. shot glasses. It's so, so, I, I mean, today you say that it's dumb, but it's so cool at the same time. It's, I it's think, incredible. I think that's why I love the VIP style from Japan so much. Yeah, because, because it's Because it's like a reintroduction of that. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember, um, like one of my dad's buddies had um, the four door. I think fifty six or fifty seven Eldorado with the stainless steel top. Oh yeah, and it's a four door hard that's, top. Yeah, that's the one. Suicide and, doors. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. It's one of those. That was uh, early that was the most air suspension. One. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he opened that up was... the the glove box and he pulled out the decanter <laughs> and he had his little yeah. shot glasses. And I was like, that is so cool. And I guess well, you could the get one. a – there was another option. You could get that or you could get like a – that was like the guy option. And then there was like a girl option like where it was some like really expensive French perfume. Yeah, and like, makeup and, and yeah. that. Yeah, and it all, and, but it all magnetized like in place like all the – and I was like – That's so cool. Yeah, that, they, that's the one still I'm... do that? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. So in 57, 58, that would save you more money than a Rolls Royce. So that is crazy. That's, imagine building, kind of like building, a, I don't know, an Escalade today that was 400 grand. That that was Cadillac then. Yeah. And now they're just like, they're, they're cool. The CTSVs are amazing, but they're not like Cadillac not that. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think yeah. they've they've gone after the Germans, and I, I'm glad that they have. And a few things make me happier than seeing a CTSV race car. I think that is yeah so awesome. But yeah, they, absolutely. As much as I'm cool with that, and I'd, I hope they keep pursuing that. I absolutely would love them to bring <coughs> back a floater, just a big yeah. cloud couch, like no no bucket seats. Yeah, big old bench front and back. I mean, it's, yeah, crazy leather and, oh, and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, the Escalade is the closest we have, but it's not quite there yet. You know, I, th man, okay. It's hard for me to say this cause I do generally lean more towards Cadillac than Lincoln. And I've been pretty harsh on Lincoln for like the last 10 years, but the new Lincoln Navigator, when you look, have you seen the interior of the new Navigator? Yeah, I have. If you look at the Navigator compared to the Escalade, 
Nothing makes oh, yeah. the Escalade look more like a base model Suburban <laughs> than yeah. the Navigator. The interior yeah, the of the Navigator new Navigator is so nice. Very nice. And and I drove, um, uh, when they came out, I drove an Expedition Platinum. Oh, okay. It was very nice. But, you know, after you get off, uh, you get off the of the expedition and then you look at the navigator which is virtually the same truck right it's it's a different world you know it's yeah. got the wood and the leather and you know they have the, the crazy colors they have a, a tan and purple and blue and yes. it's like 70s lincoln that's crazy that's perfect exactly and the escalade is just like a little more upscale tahoe yeah it's not good <laughs> it's yeah. like oh you want a tahoe but you got an extra 20 grand laying around let's exactly. walk next door yeah, that's, that's. I agree. They don't. I don't think it's. Although I've seen some pictures of the twenty twenty one Escalade, and it looks like they're finally stepping up the interior a little bit more. So yeah. I'm, I, 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 I no, mean, of course, until you see it in person, you never know. Yeah, but, you know, I think the Navigator had a lot to do with it because before the Navigator, oh for um, sure, they they were the only ones like American SUVs, luxury SUVs. You know, they were the only ones. So the nav because the previous navigator was just an expedition. Yeah. <laughs> you know what car I had so such high hopes for and and you know it delivered but not as I hoped. What's the that? Continental. Oh, the I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it's it was good but you know the fact that it was basically the Ford Fusion Tor platform. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it the Taurus or whatever? It's like the so, same chassis as the the yeah it's the same chassis it's it's like the platform and they stretch it out for the Taurus and they stretch it out a little bit more for the for the Conti. I but walked they're the up same. and it, we were at the uh, it's not as good as it used to be but Sacramento has a a new car car show where they all the yeah. I mean before the virus hit of course um, all the dealerships would bring out the new stuff and then you know the manufacturers would bring out the you know yeah. the Halo car. And I walked into the Lincoln section, and I was looking at the Continental, and, um, I mean, of course, the last year they did the Suicide Doors, like, special order, um, but yeah. I was looking was at such a, it. such a miss. They should have uh, done it from the From the from beginning, the yeah, from the jump, but I was looking at it, and the guy, the the announcer guy was, like, between, you know, it was up on the, the platform where it spins, and the, the lady, the you know, she's dressed to the nines, and she does the spiel on it. She was in between doing her spiel, and uh, she came. She saw me kind of hovering, like really taking it in. And she goes, "What do you think?" And I was like, "I think it's about four inches too too thin, and about a foot and a half too short." Yeah. And she kind of she's got this big smile on her face, and she was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I agree. I don't know if you saw the concept. Uh, they 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 showed it off. The concept on, I think was, it was killer. A, a, the Beijing Auto Show, something like that. It just looked it looked proper. It was yeah. a proper Continental, and they you know the production is the same, but it's not. It's it's smaller, it's shorter, it's thinner, yeah, it's taller. It's it's just I was I had such high hopes for that car. Same. Yeah. yeah it, it. I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, it makes makes sense how they did it. But well, the course, bean counters are always going to go in there and take all yeah. as much cool out as they can. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, for that car, it turned out in in it didn't save the money 
it was an expensive yeah. project as far as I know and, and nobody bought one, you know. Yeah. I mean what I'm 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 so happy when I see one because, you know, some people still like sedans, but brands don't make any sedan that is like no. worth getting. Uh, nobody but Dodge. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I guess we could go back at that question and like who makes the best looking cars and add Dodge. Because yeah, you know as, you're gonna ditch Porsche? No, no, I mean Porsche is Porsche is is is, is I think it's the one that's doing it more um not like the best looking cars, but they're more cohesive. Like you know it's a Porsche and it's very Absolutely. well designed and it's very well proportioned, very clean. You know, it's if 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 somebody doesn't like it, at least they're not gonna say it's ugly, right? I it's like to think of Porsche as evolutionary. Exactly. They're not yeah. revolutionary. So, like every car is an I eleven. Yeah. You just choose the size. <laughs> exactly. So they're playing it safe. Well, it's, it's not a that's bad thing. That's completely fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like um, Hyundai uh, is taking risks. Yeah. But they're doing it well. But you know, tomorrow they could come up with a car and it'd be could be ugly. a BMW. <laughs> exactly. They could come up with a BMW M three, which, by the way, is so gross. Oh my god. Uh, I, I remember when when they launched it, I was like, you know, oh, okay, hold on, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna wait <laughs> until I see it in real life. And here in Mexico, we get them a little earlier than you guys because they send the Europe the European versions, right? So like we they get the. They get like the longer license plate holders and all that, and of course they take them out here and put the normal size plate. But, but you know that they're the European spec, and they send them over. They're not regulated to the U.S. spec, so we get them very early. And I remember the M40i came out here, and I I was in traffic and I saw it with the corner of my eye, and I was I had to go, I have to go back, I got to look at this thing, and I turned around like. Five blocks down the road, I, I had to U-turn very far away, and I came came around, and yeah, it was in a in a in a parking lot. It was blue with a chrome grill, and legitimately, that is the first time a car made me feel strange in my stomach. <laughs> it was it was like oh oh no, it it's just ten times worse in real life than pictures. You know the the for when I heard. People were talking about it, but I hadn't seen it yet. And then I kind of forgot. And then I forget where... I, I think it, it must have been online. But when I first came across it, I genuinely looked at a calendar. I was like, this has got to be April Fool's. Like, there's no way that BMW would, would have a misstep this big. Yeah, yeah. And when I, I went in and I looked at the, the line and it showed, you know, it, all the, that, the new grill and all the lineup, I thought... They're gonna sell like four of these. Like, yeah, the only only people full that, of them. Yeah, I, I thought only I don't know people how, that they're have selling them. glasses, like with <laughs> much higher prescriptions than me, could possibly be fooled into buying this. Yeah, but you know, they're selling you know, them. Yeah, um, design wise, the I, I've 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 I haven't analyzed this thoroughly because. You know, it's it's a very interesting topic, and uh, the problem is not the grill. The problem is not the size of the grill. The problem with that car is that it it looks like four different studios designed it, but they couldn't talk to each other in the process. Well, 
I'm not gonna that's... say that I'm gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. You're but I I I would say along that line of thought that if four different studios designed it, they designed the grill big enough so they could all fit in the grill at the same time. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so the 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 way that it designed, it's so like uh, unbalanced in design that the grill kind of takes a spotlight and it doesn't look right. It's all you so can if, see. If you, yeah, if you follow the lines of the car, you know, there's a line that goes from the front uh, wing, like the front fender, and it just goes into the door and then stops abruptly. It's like a line that stops, and then like half a feet up, another line starts and goes all the way to the back, which is the bell line, right. which we are used to seeing that is uh, it's just a straight line. Like if you think, I don't know, 69, 68 Charger, it's just a straight line, the Coke bottle line. Sure. It's just over well, the fender Well, BMW line. had that with... Like yeah, a lot, yeah, almost even from the 2002. Absolutely, if you like, I don't know, M5 E39, it's just a straight line, and then the rear, uh, the shapes are very organic shapes. It's very good looking, but then you go again to the side, and the front end kind of looks like somebody stuck on it on a different car. Yeah. So that's why the grill looks so out of place. If I feel was, like I'm going to cost you money. I feel like BMW is going to hear this going to be like, <laughs> we're not hiring Oscar. <laughs> no, so so like if you if you actually um I I think you could fix that car without changing the grill. I have I I what I did on my when I came out I did a rendering and I just put the grill of the BMW M850 and it looked like any other BMW because the I have to go back just, and find that. Yeah, yeah, but I think you could make it work. It's just the, it would take a little bit more work to make everything look right because some the, it's got some cues that are very blocky and then very organic and then very smooth and then very rough. It's a little bit of a mess. The car, I think. Man, I think it. Well, we're. Uh, I did have one final question that the guys wanted me to ask. Um, no, wasn't. <laughs> and we've been I, I don't I know I'm holding you but um, no, no worries so if for somebody that's just starting out um, you know trying to do renderings and get into like designing yeah. like what would you recommend um, hardware wise like what what do you use now and what would you recommend for somebody just that's starting out hardware wise honestly I I would recommend first like um, Trying to know uh, what what you can like do, maybe maybe see what you like better because some people like uh, the the rendering part more. Some people like doing modeling work. Some people like drawing more. So first of all, just take your computer, whatever you have laying around, and start playing with Photoshop. Uh, I use a software called Blender, okay, which is free source. You can download it, uh, and then. That that's where I do the modeling of the cars and, and and all the parts and all the modifications and then the rendering I use a software called Keyshot, which it's it's a very intuitive software. You can do a lot of things with it. How do you spell and, that? I've never heard of that one. Uh, Keyshot is like key from a K E Y K K E Y shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do that and and what once you find that sweet spot if, if you like for example i do i like i don't like modeling it's it's a little tedious for me 
but I do like a lot doing the rendering and, and, and putting the materials like what, what color the car is going to be and the windows and all that. Uh, that I like, the more artistic wet part or, or path, if you will. Um, some people might like drawing and, and maybe it's going to be more comfortable to them to buy a tablet and start drawing. So, yeah, I would say try to find that. Um, as far as my setup right now, it's really just a mild spec PC. You really don't need like a huge powerhouse, honestly. Nice. I started out with a laptop and, I, and you know, I, I, it was a pretty good laptop, but I, I just went through it like in a year because I was rendering all day, every day, you know, tests or, or work or personal projects. And I just, you know, the thir the, the heat of the processor was so much that eventually the thermal paste just disappeared and That's started overheating awesome. and I didn't realize that and, and it just burned down. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I got a new PC, desktop PC this time and, and it's been it's been great. It's a very mild build, nothing crazy, very, very, very um, budget friendly. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend uh, going over the board. I, I've had some people like, hey man, I bought this card and all that, very expensive stuff, right? And you know, I'm like, that's great that you have that 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 you know that, that those pieces put together. But it's not really necessary until you feel like it's necessary. Like when I started working, I eventually got to some points where I said to myself, okay, these are the limits of this setup. I need to I need to upgrade. But I was upgrading along with my skills. Nice. I don't know if that makes sense. It yeah. does. I like hearing that. That's really cool. Like just yeah, yeah. basically it's, it's, pick up what you have and start there. Yeah, because you know I could tell you, yeah, you gotta have like this kind of processor and this graphics card, but it's it's not really necessary until you know what you want to do. You might like drawing more, you might like modeling more, and you might like doing some other stuff. So sure. yeah, it's it's. But Man. yeah, those are the softwares that I use. Nice. And, and that's really cool. I like yeah, I like yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I was. Uh, you never. I mean, you never know how a conversation's gonna go, but it's always. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It seems like always the guy that's that's really doing it. Uh, they're, it's they're they're the ones that are gonna say, "Hey, man, start with what you got and just work from there." That's yeah, really cool. yeah. I mean, and it goes like pretty much every way. I think I, I uh, for people doing photography, people doing um, graphic art doing a lot of stuff nothing beats just practicing right nice well i appreciate that um man i really appreciate your time and your willingness to uh man sit down I, with I, me I, for a I, while i had a good time I, I, I had a very good time i enjoyed it a lot we gotta we gotta do this sometime soon all right. Well, hopefully I don't cost you any money on that those BMW <laughs> <Nah>. comments, but <laughs> no. Actually, when I did the rendering of that BMW, I, I tagged them on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I was like, fixed it for hey, you, BMW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, I don't remember the caption exactly, but it was something like, "Hey, at BMW." No, no. It, take that back. It was if you like this rendering, like like this photo. So. BMW, so at BMW can hire me and I can buy an Audi RS7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, funny thing, a, a page called BMW, I think it was BMW Korea or Malaysia. Yeah. It was verified. And they were like, hey, uh, we saw your rendering. Can you send it 
over to us. Uh, can you send it over to our email? Wow. Because we would like to use it. And I'm like, you know, you're BMW. I don't know if your boss is from Germany going to like this. But, you know, it, I was like kind of curious and I thought, well, yeah, I'll send it over. What email? And I send it, send it over and like a week later, they post it up and tag me. And it was like a picture of the new BMW, uh, like a slideshow, uh, multiple pictures of the new M4. And along that, it was my rendering with the fixed grill, like the new grill. Yeah. My design on it. And it was like, I don't know if they realized that I changed the grill. I oh man, I'd love to hear the backstory on that. Like, yeah, if yeah. They it was got crazy. Like, from... an official BMW page from Asia shared that, and I was like, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> go for it. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. Um, no, thanks to you for having me. Man. I don't know I, when I, this will I, get posted, but I'll, I'll get it up as fast as I can, and hopefully awesome. we can do awesome. it again soon. Yeah, I'm super super excited. I, I had a very good time. Thanks, sir. I, yeah, me as well. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk again shortly. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Have a good one. We, we gotta, we gotta grab a beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next time, well, when the shows open up, we'll we'll set something up. Awesome. All right. Have Thanks a good a lot, one, man. Have a good one. Likewise. All right. So that was number two. Like I said, I, I cut it off there at the end. I kind of panicked. I'm not sure if I should have, but I'm sure you'll let me know. As always, you can hit me up at the lowered on Facebook, or you can get me via my Instagram, the lowered HMFIC. Always happy to hear from you guys, and I hopefully we'll get another one out a lot faster. I'm really enjoying doing these. I hope you guys are enjoying listening to them, and I will try and get number three out as quick as I can. Thanks again.